Every memorable gift starts with a wondrous story. Giving a gift with energy helps it last just that bit longer. So imagine a story from the high seas where Jefferson's ocean bourbon and rye whiskies are aged and transformed by unpredictable and unrelenting elements. They'll taste a journey in every sip, darkened by pounding waves, kissed by ocean breezes and caramelised by equatorial heat. Give the gift of adventure. Give Jefferson's Ocean Bourbon and Jefferson's Ocean Bourbon Rye. Please, sip responsibly. Copyright 2023, Jefferson's Bourbon Company, Crestwood, Kentucky. So why do you want to learn a new language? I'll tell you why. Because donde esta el baño can be a very important question at times. You know, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. I love the fact that I can go from my laptop to my phone to pretty much anywhere and learn the language of my choice. Not to mention I'm bringing my communication skills to new heights. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, Star Talk Radio listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash startalk. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash startalk today. Hello, Star Talk fans. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist, and I'm delighted to alert you of a brand new version of Star Talk called Star Talk Sports Edition. As most of you know, I've always had a deep appreciation for the intersection of sports and science. And on this show, alongside my co host, Gary O'Reilly, and the one and only Chuck Nice, I'll be exploring the intersection of sports, science, and especially the ways technology have touched both. So catch Star Talk Sports Edition every other Friday. That's every other Friday on the main Star Talk feed. And as always, don't forget to keep looking up. Welcome to Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. Welcome to our first episode of Star Talk Sports Edition. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. And here with me in studio are my co host, Gary O'Reilly, a former professional soccer player from the UK, and of course, Chuck Nice. Hi, Neil. Hey, Neil. And today, we have former NFL running back Arian Foster in studio. He joined the NFL as an undrafted free agent with the Houston Texans, and he still holds the record for rushing yards and rushing touchdowns for the Texans. He's now pursuing, of all things, a music career under the stage name Bobby Fino. And he hosts a podcast called Now What? Welcome to the show, Arian. Welcome. Um, it's, it's pretty funny. Just before we cameras rolled, we were talking about Monday for you. Right. After Sunday on the gridiron right. and recovery. I'm interested mm. to know like what it takes 
to recover after a game. I'm not talking like like practice is it's got to be rough enough. Yeah. But what happens, especially for a running back, like the kind of everybody pa- wants to tackle that, a running. Well, back. Yeah. I mean, listen. Every time you touch the ball, there's contact. That's all there is to it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Your position is is probably aside from linemen, the only uh, like you know the front linemen, you know, yeah. offense and defense line. Your position is probably the only position on the field other than those two positions that's designed for contact on every single play. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Except. When they can't catch him and he scores a touchdown. Yeah. Well, that's often. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at it percentage wise, we'd like it to be like that. But no, right. so yeah, recovering. Talk us through. So, I mean, I remember it hurting. I don't know. There's no. I can't get. <laughs> okay. Next question. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. There's not a. There's not a, a pretty euphemism I can give you, but it just. It just hurts. And so over the course of my career, you you develop. Uh, you kind of desensitized, and you become. The pain becomes normal, and it becomes a part of routine, and you and it becomes pain management rather than. Uh, Trying to avoid it, it's gonna happen. So uh, there's a there's a saying in football: it's like hit or be hit. And so you want to deliver the blow rather right. than take it because that'll hurt more and cause you more damage. So to answer your question, Mondays, it, I mean, it just hurt you. You so I mean, the technical side, you want to get in the ice tub, you know, to try to decrease inflammation. Yep. Um And you want to try to uh, you don't you, you want to eat foods that that help that are high in. Um, Antioxidants. Once again, yeah. yeah. Once again, mitigating inflammation. Yeah, and so that's basically all. Basically, pain is just inflammation. We're going to get onto the dietary thing. Yeah, yeah. But, and uh, yeah, but for sure, because you have an interesting uh, sort of thought process during your career, as far as that goes. So you're talking about your own personal mental strategy to cope with the morning after, mm-hmm. and how long does it take you to to find yourself in that place? Because Obviously, you know as a running back there are certain things going to happen. So how long does it really, once you're in the NFL, because the NFL's got to be a lot different to anything else that you've experienced. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You think? Right. I'm getting there. It's it's different for each junction in the career, right? So like when 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 it's early in the career, you're kind of still young and you it, things don't really bother you that much and you yeah. can kind of bounce back but as you as you as you age you notice the effects more as you hit 25 yeah, right. 20, yeah. as you I, age re- yeah. relative <laughs> term you like relative to yeah. uh, other football players um so as as you start to age you start to feel the effects of it more um and what you like I said, it's kind of like what I said alluded to earlier is like you, it's about pain management. You have mm-hmm. to you have to find a way to manage the pain. Yeah. And I was in the NFL at a time where <clears throat> the NFL wasn't in love with the science part of of the sport. All right. And so they were actually trying to hide some of the science part of the sport, like stuff with CTE. And so I, I came. That was my era. Now they're embracing science, sure. um, which the world should. But <clears throat> now they're embracing science, and it's going to do nothing but benefit the players and their so organization. The role that science could play in learning what can happen to your body and preventing that, uh, you know, concussions and other. The, I mean, it's just like anything. And I don't. I'm not saying it's just because you're here. I'm an advocate for science, but anything that science is infused with upgrades. It just doesn't matter what it is because it's it's empirical data that does nothing but help. And and grow whatever you're trying to do. So um, early on, like, like I remember vividly as a, as like a kid and in high school and even in college, you were considered weak if you got a drink of water while you're 
while you while you're in practice or like while you're doing workouts, it's like no, you leave the water alone. It's, I'm like and like looking back, it's like this is the dumbest thing <laughs> right. possible because now you got guys falling out so right. because they're thing. yeah, that's yeah. Thing. But yeah. I, had, I grew up in yeah. the same. Same ethos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? You're weak if you drink. Yeah. You're onto the sideline. You're gonna see your mama. You're gonna do this. You hands know, you off want... your knees. They yeah, used to get your everything. hands off your knees. I'm like, I'm tired. Like, <laughs> are we are we pretending that we didn't run right now? You were. I never it understood. Was, it was peer pressure. It was coach pressure. It was yeah. um, a lot of it's constructed in your own mind, but it was enforced upon you mm-hmm. all it's the a, time. It's a culture, especially yeah. in football. Right. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a culture of this pretend macho ego driven thing that I was never in love with and so you get kind of like you call like I used to call some of that stuff out I'm like why are we pretending like I'm not tired I'm tired I'm thirsty I'm gonna drink water and so like you get kind of typecasted as like the the bad one the mm. you know what I mean and interestingly yeah, though just banging what, for rights what, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's, what's funny now though is uh, the approach to that is just the opposite mm-hmm. it's like we see now that you've reached your peak and at this point, it's time for you to take a break because that's going to increase your performance. They're tracking how many steps They're you They're tracking take, how, you know, right. And when was the last time you did right. take a drink yeah. and how much you did drink right. and what the electrolytes were when you did it. That's yeah. right. And, yeah. and and the fact is that being hydrated is probably the best thing you can do when you're doing any physical activity. A thousand percent. I mean, I mean, to what we were talking about off camera was yeah. I spent the majority of my career dehydrated and wow. I didn't know. Uh, it wasn't until my last year where the sports science side came on and like they started hooking us up to all these things while we're practicing they took our our levels and so i i didn't understand magnesium potassium and, and these things that kept you hydrated right. as a human that i i was and i was burning more calories than you know like a lot of these things that is it's not common knowledge unless you have somebody that, who's an expert in these right. things but it's not information you're privy to unless you go out and seek it and yeah. so See, I spend a lot of my time dehydrated because I drink a lot. <laughs> and I don't mean water. As you should. As you should. It's interesting. Everybody thinks, everybody thinks about the, the harvesting of data as the telemetrics, particularly in NFL. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of it now has come into the bio data. Each individual athlete's hydration levels, heart rates, everything. Because Is that where it's gotten now? I mean, because, yeah. right, as you said, it's easy to to monitor the, the kinematics of things. Mm-hmm. How fast did he run? How long was he running? Mm-hmm. How What's the temperature outside? You, you have that. But mm-hmm. what's going on inside your body relative mm-hmm. to someone else's? How much energy do you have left that you might not know you have? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're ready to collapse and you don't know it, but yeah. I know it because I've got the data. They're starting to take that into account, which is a beautiful thing, but it's it's like when you see it, when your time has passed, you're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it is. But, but it's, it's better for the players. But like, so like I said, they're starting to take that account. Whereas before, the culture of football was this one size fits all model, and I used to hate it because, like, for an example, I used to we for workouts, like we had this slate of workouts, and I used to do the same things that the linemen were doing, and I'm like, this makes no sense. I don't do what they do. They don't do what I do. Why are we lifting the same? Why that doesn't make any sense? And I used to, I used to protest, and I used to get. He's a troublemaker. I'm, I didn't Did ever, you get your ass whooped by No, that players. never happened. That never happened. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> no, that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> did, did someone have a stopwatch on that? I love it. <laughs> that was instant. That never happened. That's so funny. It's like, we don't were you annoying in the, Were you a geeky annoying in the gym? I was. I was the, I was the guy like always had something to say because the system was broken. And I, I'm like, if the system's broken, we got to fix it. Like, nice. why are you guys not... So you, you're He's whistleblowing the, on the weightlifting. <laughs> you know that's bad. <laughs> Well, no, no, I what was. we have here is an athlete who has seen the future from where he is. Now, okay. I would like to think that. Thank you. See, the <laughs> thing is, 
why am I doing the same standard pr practices that a guy that doesn't do my discipline of skills? Mm -hmm. I should be doing my own things. And we, we kind of got there in soccer happily after I finished playing long after. But you did something that you could control yourself, which was your diet. Mm -hmm. You went to a plant-based diet. I mean, mm -hmm. when everyone else is zigging, you just often <clears throat> zagged. Uh, clearly, you can right. be... Um, as physically fit as necessary, you can gain muscle mass, and you can be, from what I understand, uh, more energetic by just having a plant-based diet. Wait, wait. Were you plant-based when you were signed to the NFL? Yes. For the whole time? No, 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 not the whole time. For for a short period of time. Okay. So I'll tell you, so when I when in 2012, for about half the season, I was plant-based. It was it was it was that that summer into half the season. Um, and the reason why I switched, we'll get into the, how I felt during everything, but the reason why I switched was it, it was just annoying to me to have to, because like right now you can walk outside and there's a vegan restaurant somewhere. Right. Yeah. In 2012, yeah, in 2012, that was the thing. case. Mm -hmm. Not only that, I it was did the it. salad bar. Yeah, yeah if, it was if, it. If that, because <laughs> I was in Texas. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> By the way, the salad bar in Texas, barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a sprig of parsley <laughs> on the barbecue. Exactly. That's a salad, right? right? We put some chimichurri sauce on there. It's green. It's green. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I did it in a time where it wasn't as socially acceptable. So I did it when... It, you got your ass whooped for that too. Yeah, I mean, no, man. Nobody, <laughs> nobody whooped me. I'm thinking, you I'm, you trying me right now? That's twice. I love it. Like, <laughs> the other thing is, you, you weren't a kicker. You were a running back. Right, right, right. And right. you've gone plant-based. Right. Wow. So how much flack did you take in the locker room? It was a... It was not necessarily the locker room because everybody understood on my team, like, whatever I did, like, I can intellectually defend myself. Right, right. for sure. And Plus, everybody's naked. So there's a limit to how much. Yeah, stuff we ain't talking about mm -hmm. vegetables. But, uh, <laughs> okay. No, like on a national scale, it was like a national story. It got debated on yeah. sports shows, and, right. and like I got called all kind of like it was. It wasn't like. What like, about on the field? By nah, ain't nobody gonna. Not, no nah, trash talking. I could I could trash talk with the best of them. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I like. If, see, he, I don't wanna, if I don't he keeps wanna... trying me, you're going to see. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, you know what? I'm, I'm very interested now. You I, stick around. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested <laughs> because I just want to hear some of the... Because some of the best stories you hear about trash talking on... Now, on a basketball court, you get a lot, a lot of good tra chat, quality trash talk. A lot talk. of quality trash talk on a basketball mm -hmm. court. And, you know, you see a lot of barking on the football field. But I also hear there's a lot of good trash talk that mm -hmm. happens. Oh, right. One story, it's different. It's, one, different. it's a different kind of trash. Yeah. Like one story, uh, Reggie, it wasn't Reggie <clears throat> White. It was Reggie White who did the trash talking, but it wasn't mm -hmm. him who told the story. It was an offensive lineman. He was uh, lined up across from, and um, the guy was, he said he was just needling Reggie all, like half the quarter. And all of a sudden, Reggie just went like, you know, I know Jesus. You about to know him too. <laughs> and then he said, and then he came off the ball and just he said he leveled me. And he said, and I shut up. <laughs> if you pull out some gospel trash that's talk. That's what I'm saying. Man, that's trash talk. Yes. I, feel like, I feel like he had that one in his pocket. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I, feel like, yeah. I feel like I know what you're thinking. You're just like, why you bring Jesus in? Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel yeah you're all distracted by that, right? <laughs> all right, yeah, so no. let's let's try and knit these two things together. We spoke just previously. Trash talk and vegetables. <laughs> We're gonna get to that. This <laughs> trash. My, my bad, man. My bad. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. They bounce. They're great. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> the recovery, post-match recovery, mm -hmm. and going to a plant-based right. diet. Mm -hmm. Now, 
it had to be some benefits. Was recovery part of the benefit of going plant-based, do you think? For, for me, yeah. yeah. And anytime I speak about this subject, I always have to preface it with it, it is anecdotal because there was nothing. Sure. I didn't I didn't really have a barometer I can gauge on anything, mm. of anything other than me. I don't, to my knowledge, I'm the only plant-based running back that there in the NFL that there has been. So I, I don't have anything. Was. To, right. <laughs> so I don't, know, I don't know how to gauge it. So all I can yeah. say is like, yeah, for me, after the games, I felt... I, I noticed a, a difference in how my body felt. It, it didn't take as long to recover. The bumps and bruises, I didn't feel like were as um, they, it didn't inflict That's as persistent. much. Yeah, well, it, it just didn't it didn't hinder me as much. Uh -huh. It didn't hinder me as much. So you hear that story coming up as a as a, as a running as a junior running back as a as a rookie in the NFL. Do you think? I recover better. I recover sooner. No, I'm gonna I'll try go that. plant based. Let me try it. Well, I, would I you would, advise would, that? For no, another? I wouldn't advise it. This is why no. I wouldn't advise it. Because in order to be plant based, you have to have extreme control of your diet. And right. And so I have I have the resources in order to like I want this for dinner, and I go get that for dinner. Sure. I can have a chef cook it for me, or my lady can cook mm -hmm. it for me. And so like and when you also have to make sure you're getting the right nutrients. Yeah, I mean I, you have to supplement with B12. There's a lot of things that All you right. have to be aware of. But B12 as is a meat based yeah, vitamin. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, and so when uh, a kid is coming up, you you're, you have for dinner whatever your mom and dad. I mean, if unless I mean, no, I, no, it's so, yeah. social economic. How, how I grew up, for unless you're just a beaver. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. How <laughs> I grew up was that uh, whatever was for dinner was for dinner. Yeah, for right. sure. So, I get you. so for a kid coming up and he sees somebody goes plant based, like he might be intrigued. Just put it mm. put it in your file folder and then yeah, yeah. experiment yeah. with it later. But right. for now, get your nutrients how you need to. No, no, it's, it's interesting because I, I just thought maybe if there was, particularly as running backs, contact, it, 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 is, it is a contact sport, yeah. bordering on collision sport. I would say so, collision sport. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, anything that aids recovery has to be something that you've, you've got to open your mind to. Otherwise, right. you're going to be struggling to play fit yeah. every single game. I'd be interested, uh, like, it, it, it being studied. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm with that. We've got to take a quick break, but more Star Talk Sports Edition. We return. If you and your grandma don't speak the same language, it can be hard to express your love for her. McDonald's can help. To celebrate the launch of the new Grandma McFlurry, McDonald's is inviting fans to visit sweetconnections.ai, where you can record a video message for grandma that's translated into her native language. The tech will clone your voice, reanimate your face, and translate your words so that you look like you're speaking another language. Check out sweetconnections.ai, then get a Grandma McFlurry at McDonald's. Available for a limited time at participating McDonald's. Select languages available. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good, because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. 
Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. Every memorable gift starts with a wondrous story. Giving a gift with energy helps it last just that bit longer. So imagine a story from the high seas where Jefferson's ocean bourbon and rye whiskies are aged and transformed by unpredictable and unrelenting elements. They'll taste a journey in every sip, darkened by pounding waves, kissed by ocean breezes and caramelised by equatorial heat. Give the gift of adventure. Give Jefferson's Ocean Bourbon and Jefferson's Ocean Bourbon Rye. Please, sip responsibly. Copyright 2023, Jefferson's Bourbon Company, Crestwood, Kentucky. Welcome back to Star Talk Sports Edition. Today, we have former NFL running back Arian Foster in studio. All right, so we're all over the place here because we don't have a lot of time with you. I need to know, who's your favorite running back uh, taking snaps right now? Wait, favorite right, running back right who's now? not in jail. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, 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 damn. That cut down the list of... The, no, sorry. Uh, right now? Yeah, right now. Right now. Uh, I don't watch a lot, but from what I've seen, uh, probably it's a cat by the name of uh, Alvin Kamara. Okay. Yeah, I like I like his game. All right. Cool. Growing up, man. running back here. Growing hero. up, I got two. Mm. I got three. I got three. Three Go heroes. Three's good. Yeah, it's uh, Eric Dickerson. Yes. Of course. Uh, Walter Payton. Of course. And, yes. And uh, Barry Sanders. Oh, my so, God. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. It's hard to get better than those I'm three. No, it's hard three. to get better than those yeah. three. I mean, yeah. seriously. Yeah. yeah. And of, of the three, I got to say, the yeah. most exciting. And Ladanian Thomas, and I had to. I'm sorry. What's that? Ladanian Thomas. Oh, Ladanian is great. Yeah, I had yeah. to. Uh, but I got to say, like, what you did was. a new element on the periodic table. What's that? Ladanium? It does. I think it's Ladanian. It's Ladanian. Oh, Ladanian. But Ladanian is a great element. A very good element. Right, exactly. If only we could find the elusive Ladanian. We may be able to make this bomb. Actually, it's in Avengers Endgame. All right, so now I got to just. Yo, so Arian, I got I, I, so, of course, I always um, read everybody's Twitter feed before they come on the show. Oh, I'm sorry you did that. <laughs> sorry you did that, man. Oh, my God, I love it. I talk a lot of uh, junk on that. No, your Twitter feed is awesome. By the way, <laughs> it's um, it's at Arian Foster, and it's Fino yeah. is, you know, your Twitter handle. Um, and you have on here a video. <laughs> that I have to know if you made the video or did you just post this video because it's titled this. Um, this is how cannabis goes from a seed to harvest. And uh, it is the whole, check this out, it's yeah. the whole video. Yeah, of yeah it's not my video. I wish it was my video. Oh, this isn't your no, video. No, no. Oh, okay, you're just reposting it. Yeah, All right. I just retweeted it. All right, then forget it. I thought you might I mean, have, it's an amazing video. It's an amazing video, <laughs> but I only asked because I thought you might have some weed on you. But so, okay, we've, we've, we've been to <laughs> the end somebody in the city, man. We'll holler at you after, <laughs> All right. after the show. Look you up after. We got, got people. This is the Alpha Party special. So, uh, we've done NFL. NFL. Mm -hmm. We've zigged when others zagged. Where are you on your own particular journey right now? So, what are you into? Um, that's a great question, man. Thank you. Can I preface <laughs> that by saying he caught my attention early 
because he was talking like no other football player I had ever seen. He was thinking about science. He took was, his gumshoe out. He was he was not <laughs> he was marching to a different drummer. Yeah. And that drummer had some overlap in my Venn diagram as a scientist. Nice. How his brain is wired. And in fact, you heard him say when he was talking about his vegan experience, he prefaced it he by said, saying, "This is only anecdotal. This is anecdotal. Right? I can, tell, I can you tell you my experience. We didn't do the official experiment. We don't have empirical it could be true, evidence. Could be not true, but here is my story. This is." You're talking science. That is that's <laughs> how, how that works. That's, right. that's how that works. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you compose poetry, and so I'm just I'm all in your camp. Go, oh, man. All right. Great to hear that. We Go. can end it right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but um, my my journey right now is is I I've been extremely fortunate to live a dream of mine, which was the NFL. So when I was seven years old and I was born in the circumstances I was born into, I had a dream. You to were be born in, at age seven. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just woke up at age seven. <laughs> I don't can say it. It was an anonymous. I just said that sentence the way that was composed. <laughs> but uh, that's what I, that's when, when I was I seven. I was born into a. Okay, it was right. amazing. But uh, no, that's that's when my dream in the NFL started. Yeah. And uh, my dream was to get out. And when uh, when when I accomplished that goal, wait, you were not even drafted. No, I wasn't drafted, but I had the perseverance to 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 finish the the goal and I did that and throughout the journey what I learned was just that that that's and this is going to sound super fortune cookie and I apologize but it's like this it's like success is it's a relative term and you have to define your success before you obtain it yeah um or else you're gonna be chasing the rainbow and so uh I I did that but what I found out that it was a it was a journey and it wasn't a destination I don't it's really corny but it's the truth and so I found out on my journey that I was so I had such tunnel vision focus on what I wanted to do that it, it blinded me to the things that I really are am passionate about. And so as as I'm living my dream in the NFL, I realize I have access to all of these things that I wouldn't be privy to otherwise. And so I get to ha sit here and talk to, talk to you guys. And so I started to tap that well when I was in the NFL. Oh, yeah. um, and, and so I say all that to say, I... I'm just enjoying the journey and everything and anything that interests me, I get into. And so I have an idea of what I want to do, but right now it's podcasting, it's music. And when I get to a certain age, I'm going back to school. And I'm so that's like a good place to yeah, be. Yeah, so you got your own <clears throat> podcast. Yeah. What's, what's it called? It's called Now What? With me. <laughs> now What? <laughs> now What? Now what? Question mark. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. cool. You talk about the journey. Mm -hmm. Were you one of those athletes that come through high school and it was destined that you would be NFL, or did you have that guy on your journey that said, "Son, ain't gonna make it." Yeah, no, that had a whole bunch of those guys. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was, I was never like the kid in town where it was like, "Yo, that's he's gonna be the one." I was never, that was never that. I was oh, always, I, I had to fight. Like I didn't, I had to fight to get playing time in high school just on some politics stuff. But like, mm. I, 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 so if you've been back to the coaching. <laughs> no, but I've heard stories that he don't he don't really like me. But like, so I, I had moved. So I grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I moved to San Diego, California, because it was just a bad situation. My father wasn't there, and I was doing things I shouldn't have done. I have to, I have to interject. The name of the Albuquerque AAA baseball team? Albuquerque Dukes. Well, it's the isotopes. Now. Isotopes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The isotopes. Like that's that. where they detonated the first atomic bomb. That's you true. never three steps that's away true. from a scientific reference. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I just thought it was cool. We're going. It's all over our culture. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> but how did how did you overcome the people who said, "Yo, man, right, you're not going to make it, or right, you're so not going to do it"? It, it was it, ignorance is bliss, right? So, if, like looking back. I had no chance. The probability was very low. And you just couldn't tell me anything different. I never knew anything different. Right. And it, it, 
You're the roadrunner. I didn't standing out on. Thin I mean, I'm 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 positive that there's plenty of dudes out there who have had the same dream and it didn't work out, and they're still trying to do it somehow, some way, right. and it will never work out. Well, they believe the naysayers. Yeah. Well, not not even no. I, I think that a lot of them don't, and but they just don't have the talent. And it's not no disrespect, but, yeah, but both will not get you that. If you don't have the talent, no. Mm -hmm. right. If you have the talent but don't have the drive and you believe naysayers, then you're right. not getting there either. I just, it's a multi-variable issue. But for... Let's him talk that math. <laughs> no, that's right. But, but no, to, it is. To, because to, you know what? The count... The counters are different, and they they, yeah. they align, they don't align. Now yeah. go back to that part in Albuquerque where you were doing things you shouldn't have done. I'm not going to ask you what they were. No, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have an interesting story. So, and I please and you, tell, and you can you can chime in on this. I had an early experience with psilocybin, and I I I don't know. We should preface it with you should always be safe with any kind of drug use or any alcohol or anything. But um, I had an early like I was doing. I, I experimented early. I didn't have a lot of right. guidance earlier. I had a lot of freedom. We'll put it like that. And I had early experience with psilocybin. And I fundamentally believe that kind of changed the way I looked at the world. And it's why I look at things so analytically now. And I, it's why I don't see surface level things. I think it had a part to do. I can't say 100%. No, no. But I, I, the more I researched about that actual... Uh, trip. Yeah. yeah. Not, not necessarily trip, just the, the chemical. Like... Everybody, uh, not everybody. A lot of people have a lot of the same experiences. So, it's funny. There was there was a show on HBO. Or you can take a class in physics. Right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to, <laughs> and, I'm going to and, and do land that. in exactly the same spot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You get analytical after <laughs> physics or drugs. I don't know which which. And when you say early, you don't. I mean, it's not like super early. Like you're not like four years old. Like drinking mushroom tea, going. I'm tripping my face off. Like no, I don't have that early. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. There was a, there was an HBO show with LeBron and Anthony Davis <clears> and. LeBron was saying, out of the 11 guys you used to hang around with in high school, five were dead, mm. killed. Mm. Now, and I'm watching that, and it kind of resonated with my own upbringing, not that anyone died, but by the time half of the guys I hang around with in high school, five of them had been in jail. Mm -hmm. And you said you got into bad stuff and you came out mm -hmm. of that environment. Do you think that was the moment your NFL career could have possibly begun taking yourself out of because you could have been one of those guys on the other side of the line. Yeah, yeah there's plenty of instances where I could have, my life could have taken another turn. Yeah. But uh, luckily, I had a little voice in the back of my head sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he would kick in every now mushrooms. and then. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck. I'm just saying. <laughs> Voices in the head. I'm just saying. <laughs> Another funny. voice is okay. So when, it, when it becomes multiple. Multiple voices. Yeah, one, one voice, voice is fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, you, you were an NFL player, but you were never drafted. You were not drafted. True. And you rose up and just were a star. And with set records, is how many of you are out there that are being completely overlooked during the draft? What if, what formula are they using so that you're not noticed and other players are? Just, is, is it the right <clears throat> formula? Yeah. Do they just have a yeah. better highlight reel person, or what, what's going out of college? Well, I, th I think what what it is is a it's a bell curve, right? That life is basically a bell curve, but it's it's a it's a bell curve. You have guys at, that are quote unquote the cream of the crop, and you have guys who are, are viewed as not really that talented. And it's basically the eye of the observer. 
So it's the talent scouts for the organizations that are picking the guys. And it is of my opinion that they don't 100% know what they're doing. That it, <laughs> <laughs> but, nice. But the, no, no, go on, go on. Go on. No, no, is, let him finish. But I don't want to disrespect their craft. Right. But... But they're clueless. I, I, I mean, I used to watch guys get drafted and I'm like, why? Like, I'm looking at him. Why would you even think he's talented? But it's, 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 a, it's a multifaceted issue and there's so many variables involved and a lot of the times there's business decisions involved in it too right. that, get, that come into play. So I think anytime you have like business and entertainment, it just becomes... It gets muddled yeah, and it's never it going to be become, what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Could, could it be they're only looking at the highlight reel of what someone has accomplished and they're not looking at the <clears throat> ambition reel of what someone will accomplish. Well, that's the thing. You never... you He could be the most talented dude in the world and then you give him $20 million and that ambition dies. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right? But then... Because that's what he wanted. And you never know. So you, you, you can never... Know. There's always saying in... You're like literally football, taking away the hunger. Yeah, well, oh. it's it's a variable. It's possible. So mm. you, they, there's always saying in the NFL that says you can't, um, like there's no drill to measure heart. Right. So there no, there there's no algorithm either. Right. And by the way, you give me $20 million, I quit everything. <laughs> <laughs> no more so, podcasts, though? It's over. So he's over. I quit everything. <laughs> it's all done. I quit everything. What you doing? I quit, bitch. That's yeah, what I'm doing. You don't have 20 minutes to sit yourself still. <laughs> My wife, I'm telling her, right? I quit. I quit. He doesn't mean it. She gonna get half. washing up when he gets home. <laughs> so is there a... Is there a Perfect set of stats for a running back. Is there a this is what this is what it should be? Or stats. Is, yeah. Is there is there like he's got to be this tall, this heavy, this quick? Mm. Got to be able to do this, this, this. Is there is a, there a perf- prototypical running back? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, actually, I, to, to that point, like, I, I feel like Ladainian Thompson was one. Yeah. Marshall he's... Falk was another. Marshall Falk. We were all kind of early adapters of the new NFL. The new NFL is. You have to be a three-down running back, which means you have to be able to pass protect. That's right. You have to be able to catch, catch the ball out of the backfield. You have to, be able to yeah, run, run routes. And so I was I was one of the early adapters in that in the transition to this generation of football now. And so sound like, a, sound like an old man now, the way he's talking. <laughs> hey. I mean, but thirty. Yeah, I man. I remember when we had those leather helmets. <laughs> That's what he said. We're so hard. <laughs> you know, I, 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 have, I just haven't been around football in so long. I feel so disconnected to. Uh-huh. I hundred uh-huh. percent do. You're That's right. That's cool though, man. We did have leather helmets. <laughs> <laughs> for, I gotta for, tell you something. For a retired NFL player, you're in great shape. Thank you, man. Let me just tell you that. I appreciate Because okay. I know quite a few retired players, and they are they, fat as hell. They, they balloon. Okay. So, Jiu Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Now, you're sitting next to a former college wrestler. I am aware. And That's how does. I mean, in this whole <laughs> raft of things that you've in depth since acting, singing, now Jiu Jitsu, where does Jiu Jitsu fit into the realm? And right. how? I would, I would be lying if I said it was something that I was meditating and I just, my, you know, I met some, no, nah, it was, my guy called me, was like, yo, you trying to work out? And I was, I said, yeah. And so I met him at the place and he's like, it's jujitsu. And I was like. The jujitsu friend of yours. Well, I don't, I want to say he's a jujitsu friend. He's a guy I used to play with that now does jujitsu. His, his, um, his kids have been going there for years and I was looking for new workouts because I spent my life in the gym and so I, I don't really want to lift weights and stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm always looking for a new innovative workout. So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a try. And when I did, I found out that it was a little more than a workout and I fell in love with it. It's amazing. It's an amazing sport. 
cool. Does it work mentally as well yeah. as physically? That's what I liked about it was if I was telling uh, the doctor over here, it's it's like chess with the body. Mm. You're you're fighting for positioning yeah. And, yeah. and you're trying to anticipate and and you're trying to trick them. Like there's there's ways you can trick them into thinking you're doing something and it's it's like chess with the body and it's a beautiful display of physicality. I like it. Cool. So give <clears throat> give me jujitsu in science, please. Doctor. Do I, I know less about jujitsu than about other I martial know, but arts. Obviously, there's a lot of physics, center of gravity. Oh, yeah, yeah. So your hands are on someone, you're grabbing their gi, and you are at every instant trying to feel where their center of mass is, where they could be tripped, mm -hmm. where they can fall off balance, and then you want to exploit that. This is the chess game he's talking about. There you go. You, you might move in a way, they respond to that move. You're just setting them up. Yep. And that's like a setup in a chess game. Let me lure them in, and then I'll get the king or the queen. So I think all of these sports that is that is hand-to-hand, -hand. it's all about the physics of your positioning, your center of mass. Mm -hmm. Is it lower? Is it higher? How long is your reach? Mm -hmm. um, are you quick? Yep. <clears throat> you could be both thinking of the same move, but I'm quicker than I got you. Mm -hmm. So all of this, and a football player would be, you'd think, especially a running back, would have very good coordination, balance, and the things necessary to make a good starter uh, entry into jujitsu. I so did okay. <laughs> okay. But not in that video I saw you posted. One hundred percent. That was that was one of the ones I did not do. Okay. Oh, okay. Like the the, uh, the the guy there was a guy taking photos around the, everybody doing like the whole class, and he just happened to snap a photo where I was getting tapped out and choked by this black belt, and I was I was I had the grimacing face, and I'm like, yo, that's when you decided to press. You learn more from right. your defeats than you do from your victories. That hurt though. <laughs> that's the whole idea about learning, right? That is right. our that is our interview Arian. today with Arian Fox. And, and by the way, if you've never done it, go to YouTube and look at his highlight reel. He just leaves folks in the dust as he <laughs> zigzags his way to the goal line. We got to end it here. But you've been listening, possibly even watching, our first episode of Star Talk Sports Edition. And I want to thank my guest, Arian Foster, and my co-hosts, Chuck Nice and Gary O'Reilly. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, and as always, I bid you to keep looking up. Buying a master mechanics tool set usually means high prices, higher interest rates, and who knows how many years of monthly payments. But at GearWrench, we don't believe that your tools should take years and years to pay for. So check out Mega Mod Master Sets, the master mechanics tool sets that deliver pro-quality tools, organized storage solutions, an easy-to-use lifetime warranty, and much, much more. All for thousands less than you'd expect. So don't wait. Explore the sets and check availability now. Only at GearWrench.com. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.